to make your fantasy a reality. With the help of the crew over at Fantasy Insider and the boys at Woot and Y. This is DFS Down Under. Yeah, it is. DFS Down Under. Uh, Woot and Y. 2017 weekly DFS show. Yeah. Get around it. In the house. In the house. Pumped uh, up. Big big thanks to Fantasy Insider. We've partnered up with Fantasy Insider in 2017 to bring you uh, the best mix of data and football analysis to make your lineups even better in 2017. Win cash on Moneyball. Win cash on DraftStars. Win cash on whatever platform you play on because a lot of this is applicable to multiple DFS platforms. Anyone listening overseas uh, in the UK, in the US, can all still be applicable uh, to you. So Fantasy Insider, uh, head to www.fantasyinsider.com.au slash root and why. Sign up for a, a subscription. Um, you can get free access. There's some smart lineups, a, a lineup cruncher with basic settings. If you're really keen about that, then head back and then click on the Go Premium link on our uh, on our page there. Um, you'll see our little faces on there, and uh, yes, yeah, sign up for a premium account because um, if you do this right, you can make a, a real lot of money on this every year, every yeah. week. Sorry. So we we saw uh, you know a chance to partner up with uh, Fantasy Insider. I mean, we've got all our analysis, we've got our gut feelings, we've got you know how we think things are going to play out, and then when we saw the data, yeah, and the lineup, the data and, and the, the lineup cruncher and everything like that. Um, that Daryl and the the guys over at Fantasy Insider have to offer just Couldn't our jaws dropped. Yeah, still trying so to pick them up. They're Australia's leading daily fantasy sports information and tools. They are the trusted tools used by Australia's daily fantasy sport players. So uh, check them out. And uh, I don't know, Josh. Let's um let's get straight into it into week one. We're just going to talk overall a little bit different to our Moneyball podcast last year. We're still going to talk a little bit of Moneyball. We're going to mix in a little bit of draft stars in between. Um, and then we'll be joined by Daryl, uh, the co-founder of uh, Fantasy Insider, later on to him to talk about uh, certain strategies and, and overall and, and how to approach DFS as a whole and, and a little bit about week one. And then going forward every week, he'll join us for um, some different opinions uh, uh, based on ours. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect compliment, I think. Yeah, it's good. All right, cool. Like I'm spaghetti gonna... and meatballs. <laughs> He's our meatball? Yep. We have to be the spaghetti. Yep. Definitely. Um, All right, I'll start us off with the most important position in sports, the quarterback. I'm going to go with my um, beautiful, alliterated man, Marcus Mariota. Uh, Good good matchup this week. Good matchup this week against Oakland, who I think across the board, their their team is pretty solid, except where... uh, probably where it counts for Marcus. So I think their secondary is is a little bit shaky there. Um, the prices, we should talk about the prices a little bit. The prices in Moneyball and Draft Stars contrast quite a lot. So yep. where a lot of these players apply to both um, yep. both websites, as we'll, Y we'll mentioned point before. Out, we'll point out when there's a big discrepancy in price between one and another. Yeah. And, and there's, there's one a, coming up. <laughs> yeah, and there's a couple that, that actually stick out that we'll get to. But yeah, Moneyball, you have $60,000 to make your lineup. Draft stars, you have $100,000 to make your lineup, but you've got an extra flex position uh, with uh, draft stars and no kicker. So it's still the same amount of positions, 
but you, you've got two flexes in Draftstar. So a little bit of a different format makes it a little bit tougher to spend a bit bigger on Draftstar. So you've got to dig a little bit deeper and find some of those gems. Yeah, so I like Marcus. I like Marcus a lot this season. He's got plenty of weapons, and I think he's quite appropriately priced or nicely priced. Um, more well, in Moneyball? Yeah, he's very high in... In draft stars, I think the He's, guys over at draft stars are a little bit. I mean, you cluey. can get Matt Ryan, who I really like this week, and I know you did too. I just put his name in our uh, shared document before, so you had to look elsewhere. Um, again, Chicago, uh, I think he's appropriately priced on draft stars, and then he's obviously more than Marcus on Moneyball. So there's there's one example straight off the bat. But yeah, Marcus Marietta more expensive uh, than Matt Ryan um, on draft stars, but you know part of that is probably factoring in a little bit of the rushing. Um, element uh from draft stars but uh both good plays this week both both games there have a high total and that's always a, a good starting point yeah and that's something you should always take into consideration even before starting to look at the lineups look at what games have the high totals and yep. make that your base starting point yep uh my sort of a, another low-key player that i like this week is carson palmer i like the matchup against detroit uh, i don't buy detroit's defense at all i i think the Arizona team, on, even though they're on the road, another high total, 48 points expected. Pretty much a pick em. Detroit love a good shootout, and Carson Palmer finished the year strong, and his, his good value in draft stars and on Moneyball, only 7.4 on Moneyball and 12,500 on draft stars. So, uh, you know, you're saving $2,000 off the bat there, and if you're looking at Brady or Rogers, uh, 4000 and $3,000 savings on draft stars. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to... Uh... Mine's mine's more a contrarian play than you, I think. I think people are going to see... I think people, when they think of Big Ben, especially, they 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 see Cleveland, and I think people that are new to the sport might look at it and say, that's a great matchup straight away. People yeah. that have been around for a while playing this and know the history of Big Ben, Big Ben hasn't always played that great against Cleveland. He's actually, you know, it's not, it's not a bogey team, I'd say, but... He oh, definitely not. <laughs> he doesn't um, always put up his most his strongest performances against Cleveland, but I think because he doesn't need to. I think with the addition <laughs> of Martavius uh, this season is just going. To, he, he just looks like a different quarterback when Martavius is out there. Just another outlet, and it opens up the offense completely. And with Le'Veon ending his holdout, I think all things are looking up, and I think it, it's going to be a, a shaky start to the to the season for Cleveland, and I like Big Ben. Big Ben, um, I think, quite a bit more expensive on Moneyball around the Matt Ryan mark, but he is uh, he's a little bit cheaper on uh, Draft Stars. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, looking at the running back position now, and I'll start with a guy where there's a massive discrepancy in price here, and I think Kareem Hunt is a, a must-start, and we'll get into what we call a lock here. You're used to our lock of the week in our, in our gambling podcast but fantasy insider part of their premium package is when you do a lineup cruncher if you want someone absolutely every lineup that they produce for you you can lock them down and i think if you're working out a moneyball lineup cruncher you need to lock in kareem hunt into every one of your lineups because he's four thousand dollars on moneyball i know it's a tough matchup against pats but he's a guy that can do it all pass and uh, not pass receive and run the ball and, you know, Draft Stars, he's appropriately priced at $12,350. Moneyball, he's an absolute bargain. And again, I've stolen your pick, but snooze you lose. Um, just touching on that. So, when yes, it, the, he does have a, a tough matchup, but he 
it's when, when you can find a a feature running back in an offense um, for that price, you you can't you you, you know you can't snoo- uh, sleep on that. You've you've yep. got it. You've got to nab it. I just want to touch on why that is the actual case. Moneyball aren't behind the eight ball when it comes to setting the prices or anything. They put out these contests much 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 earlier in advance. And if you were yep. to look at uh, the price of Spencer Ware, who was originally the starting running back before being ruled out for the season. You'd yep. see a price that would be more fitting of, uh, say, where draft stars have him. Draft stars have yep. him appropriately priced, and that would be seven thousand on uh, Moneyball. See, and that is probably the, the a top good price. Fifteen running back. Yeah, yep. and then I wouldn't touch him at that price. No. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So but it's all about knowing your your platform that you play on. It's like when you draft as well, knowing your default rankings, knowing what the format is, the scoring system. It's all giving you that edge. Every little percent counts or half percent. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, I'll go to my running back, Devonta Foreman. Devonte Foreman. Devonte uh, Freeman. Freeman Foreman. You've got Dante Foreman. And you've drafted Devonta. him in a lot of season-long <laughs> leagues. I know you're all in on Dante Foreman for right. the Texans. All right, I'm gonna just start again. Whoever's <laughs> listening to this, Devonte Freeman. All right, so don't get it mixed up and go. Oh, Foreman's cheap. No. Yep. Devonte Freeman for the. Atlanta Falcons coming up against the Chicago Bears. Like why I was mentioning previously with Matt Ryan, the matchup against the lowly Chicago Bears is... It's one that's going to be hard to pass up for a lot of people, I think. I think there's going to be a lot of um, Pittsburgh Steeler and Atlanta Falcon heavy lineups this week, and yep. rightly so. They're going up against two defenses and two lowly teams. Yep. Um, it's about finding a delicate balance between how many players from those actual teams you put in your lineup so you you need to be careful but Devonte Freeman at 8 and a uh, 8.4 on Moneyball and 13,850 on Draft Stars is appropriately priced and I think if you're going to pay premium price for a running back Devonte Freeman is probably the way to go. Yep. Has one of the best matchups of the elite running backs so uh it's an easy pick but um We'll speak to Daryl about how you approach that when you've got Matt Ryan possibly in your lineup as well, who has a really good matchup as well. Uh, we'll just cut, touch on a couple more running backs before moving on to the wide receiver position. Uh, Todd Gurley is an interesting uh, matchup this week against the Indianapolis Colts defense. The Colts without Andrew Luck, so uh, the Rams could be in control of this game from start to finish and just run the ball down the, the Colts' throat. The Colts are starting a lot of new players on defense, a lot of them in the front seven, so... Has a decent matchup. If you're willing to take a take a chance on Todd Gurley, there's not too many other running backs worth uh, picking this week. I know you've got two rookies that you're considering there on the other side of the draw. Yeah, and I think you're going to find that some of these rookie running backs are a little bit cheaper. So you've got Todd Gurley there. I'm just going to use money price for example. He's seven point two. Yep. And you're going to you're going to find that these rookie running backs are all around six and a half, six point six. Um, so I've got Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook, the two rookie running backs that I'm looking at. They're both similarly priced on draft stars as well. So Good Christian, matchups too. Yeah, and they both have great matchups. So Christian McCaffrey going up against San Fran, who uh, most people aren't expecting to do anything. And Dalvin Cook going up against New Orleans, who everyone knows is you know terrific on offense and a super high-octane offense. However, their defense has always been lacking. It, I yep. can't remember a time when it wasn't. Yep. Um, Bounty Gate days, I think. Yep. Yeah. Tracy Porter's amazing play. There you go. So still haunts me. Those days, and until we, you know, kind of see their role in these offenses and things like that, their prices are, are going to be like that. I know money, ta- money, money, money ball 
takes about three weeks to adjust their their pricings and things yeah. like that. Well, they so, have in the past. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So I mean, if they if they follow recent trends and what they've been doing for the last few years, that's the way it'll go, and yep. you might be able to nab them cheap for the first few rounds. Yeah, and they're both priced appropriately when you look at it. Um, when you look at it across both platforms. so yeah. There is risk there, though, obviously, because we've never seen what they do. Exactly. And we still don't know how much Latavius Murray is still going to play a role in the Minnesota ground game. Um, you know, Dalvin took a lot of the reps in the preseason because of injury to, to Latavius, but I, I'd be shocked if Christian doesn't score a touchdown against San Fran. I, mm-hmm. I just think he's good. I, I know they want to get him involved. Uh, moving on to the wide receiver position, I'll, uh, I'll look at... Mat- I think we've got ours switched up here. I'll I'll mention Larry Fitzgerald in terms of stacking him with Carson Palmer, and then I have uh, your potential stack with Big Ben on the other side. But I like Larry Get Fitzgerald. Um, I like Fitzgerald more in draft stars, given that it's PPR, um, full full PPR rather than half point PPR. Yeah, uh, another thing you have to you mentioned it before. You need to know your settings and things like yeah. that. So draft stars is PPR, and Moneyball is half point PPR. Is yeah, that correct? So, yes. Uh, so there's not that much of a difference, but it's still you know it still counts. You know you can win by half a point. So just be careful who you pick. But Fitzgerald in PPR this year is is still going to be so reliable and Carson Palmer's go to, especially with John Brown still carrying some niggling injuries and 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 whatnot. So uh, Larry Fitzgerald's a guy I really like this week. Yeah, and I'll um, touch on the wide receiver who I mentioned before as you know changing the um, changing the look of Pittsburgh's offense. That's Martavius Bryant. He's been out for um, a season. We're not going to go into why, but he's got a he's got a good matchup um, against Cleveland, like Big Ben, and he is quite juicily priced. I think at six point four, he has the um, the opportunity to. He's the kind of player that might only need to catch you know three four passes, but they'll be you know total bombs of um, long receiving uh, touchdowns possibly. And, you know, he might, out of his um, three catchers, two of them might be a touchdown. So he has that kind of um, big playability and he opens up the field for the rest of the offense. But uh, I, I think I like him on Moneyball a little bit more than Draft Stars. Draft Stars has him still pretty high. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's worth a look in both formats. Yep. Uh, all right. I'll touch on one other... Uh a lot of wide receivers that I want to talk about. And that's, I want to play someone in the Seattle wide receiver court against Green Bay. Green Bay have a lot of inexperience in their secondary with Kevin King and Josh Jones, two early round draft picks, uh, possibly playing and starting for them. And I I feel like there's a matchup there for one of the Seattle wide receivers to go off. Obviously, Doug Baldwin is the the top guy and he's 7.6 thousand on Moneyball and 13,850 on Draft Stars. Huge price for him on Draft Stars. So I'm always looking at someone like a Tyler Lockett or even a Paul Richardson who I think's flying under the radar. Um, you know, they they waived Kassan Williams after having a, an amazing uh, preseason. They they traded Jermaine Curse. Paul Richardson was a third round draft pick. People are forgetting about and uh, has shown a lot of ability. And he's only at 5.1 thousand dollars on Moneyball. Um, I, I'll sneak him into a few lineups. I'm, I'm keen on Seattle's wide receivers. I like your thought process there. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go the big dog, I think. Yep. I'm going to go JJ. I'm going to go Julio Jones. Yeah. Okay, so I I always have one at, le- at least one elite wide receiver in, in my lineup. I'm not the kind of guy that kind of just has, you know, that above average team at every position. Like all wide receiver twos. And yeah. All twos. Yes. Just, you know, that's not the approach and I don't recommend that to anyone really. Um, Julio is, you know, he's, I think is the elite option in both, 
in both formats, especially to begin the season against um, Chicago. And he's he's Matt Ryan's go-to guy. If you've, um, I'm sure most people listening to this um, show have seen Julio in the past, and he's just he's the go-to guy. You, you saw him in the Super Bowl. He's pull an off. alien. He's he's a ridiculous machine. And yes, he will co- cost you an absolute fortune, but. Lock him up. He's he's a lock. He's just you know he's he's guaranteed to get your points. That's he's, why his price is so high. Yep, and that's why he's our uh, fantasy insider lock of the week. That's it. Yep, we both double down on him. Uh, every week we're gonna have a fantasy insider lock of the week, and first off the bat, Julio Weird. Jones. Yeah. So, uh, so we, week. we were talking about that uh, lineup cruncher before on uh, fantasy insider. If you know you want to put a lock, lock him in. Lock it. Just lock hit Julio. the cute little lock button, and you're, away you go. Uh, moving on to tight ends, uh, interesting week for tight end. Obviously, Gronk back healthy, cream of the crop. First week, loves to come up in a big spot in prime time. I think he opened the season one year, th- three touchdowns opening night against the Steelers. I do re- recall. I do recall. I Jeez. do recall. He sounded like, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. Soccer and soccer pad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like Rob um, this week. Oh, here we're on a first name basis, by the way. Yep. Uh, Rob and I go way back. No, Rob, uh, I know last year we pretty much said if Rob was healthy, you'd play him. <laughs> and that was kind of our go-to yeah. for the tight end. We got a little bit lazy, but... Like no one ever calls him Rob. <laughs> I'm it's definitely a, calling him a, Rob. Everyone just calls him Gronk. All right, yeah. Gronk. Um, I know there's plenty of options there in New England at the moment, but it, it's it's only been a very short time since Edelman was injured. And who's the guy that's been around for so long with Tom Brady? Gronkowski, Danny <laughs> <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, and he he won't he won't be you know that high re- he he might you know get an enormous amount of receptions you can't you can't predict this but you know he's always good for a touchdown in prime time and I think he will um, see a few more targets in this opening season um, matchup because it's going to be you know it's I think it's Brandon Cooks trying to find his feet in the offense and you're going to have all these new running backs trying to find their feet and Tom Brady's going to go to a familiar face and that'll be. Yep. Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I'll mention Delaney Walker as a play this week. Uh, you can pair him with Marcus Mariota. Uh, Oakland's always been bad against the tight end for as long as I can remember. And Delaney Walker, steady as a rock. Uh, there's still a lot of new pieces. Eric Decker, Corey Davis still going to find their feet, just like Cooks in New England. Um, I mean, although I'm fully expecting Davis to have a, just a monster just game explode, as well. Yeah, yeah I just, I'm <laughs> so, I've never been more excited because we just haven't seen him all preseason. But Delaney Walker's... You know, in that next tier down, uh, or even the third tier, sort of top of the third tier in terms of pricing, 6.2 thousand on Moneyball and 10.5 on Draft Stars. Uh, all right, we'll move on to defense now. We won't spend too much time. And by the way, we've abandoned kicker. You know, have fun. Flip a coin. Um, or just pick whoever. What was it? Whoever played Jacksonville last year had massive <laughs> amounts of field goals. Just do that every week. Uh, all right, uh, the Rams. I'm, I'm going to trash my Colts again. Scott Tolzian's playing, he's starting. Uh, we traded Dorsett. We're starting a guy called Quan Bray uh, as our like fourth wide receiver. Looks good. Yeah. Um, but Chester Rogers as well. All real names. Um, so we'll wait and see that. But they're going to, even without Aaron Donald, they'll be able to uh, rack up plenty of sacks and, and some turnovers and hold the Colts to a low score. Uh, yeah. And Taven Austin's always a threat to return a touchdown or for, you know, kickoff or yeah. a punt. All right. Yeah. As Y said, um, we have gotten rid of kicker, but that doesn't mean we're not going to um, pick on Jacksonville. So I, yeah. I've gone the Houston Texans. They're coming up against Jacksonville. They have still named... Um, I was about to call him Brock Bortles, but that, that seems actually quite a... 
quite appropriate. Uh, Blake Bortles, uh, he's an interception machine. He's looked nervous all preseason. And I think, yes, uh, the Texans are a very good defense. And yes, they are a little little pricey when it comes to defense. But I think they, rightly so, they're going to go up against an offense that I don't think is going to put up many points this season. And they're also going to be, you know, Bortles, shaky quarterback. Yep. Uh, Steelers and Panthers are also two other good options. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then uh, get back with Daryl from Fantasy Daryl Data. Daryl Data. That's a great name. Hashtag Daryl Data. Uh, but before we do that, just a quick word from Fantasy Insider to Wooten Wire listeners. They say, hey, Wooten Wire listeners, have you always get, you're always getting beaten by the pros on Moneyball and Draft Stars. It's time to level the playing field. Fantasy Insider has the best projections and tools in the game used and trusted by Australia's leading daily fantasy sports players. Get the edge, win some cash in your NFL contest this weekend with Fantasy Insider. Sign up for free now at fantasyinsider.com slash wootwai. Again, that's fantasyinsider.com.au slash wootwai. All right, joining us on the line is Daryl Woodford. He's the co-founder of Fantasy Insider. He's a data scientist, and you can follow him and Fantasy Insider on Twitter, at Fantasy Insider, and you've heard all what we've said about their website, and it's the very first time Daryl's on the show, and we look forward to working with him closely throughout the entire NFL season. Welcome to the Root & Why Show, Daryl. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's great to be here. Um, great to join you this year, and excited to get a chance to talk about DFS and um, grow the game in Australia, I think. Yeah, exactly. And uh, your product is one of the uh, driving forces behind that. Um, you had a very successful year with uh, AFL and NRL. I've seen a few people uh, tweeting, uh, your, singing your praises uh, and helping them win cash in AFL. So hopefully we can do the same uh, for the NFL punters this season. Yeah, definitely. It's been a good AFL NRL season. I think the last few weeks in particular, uh, had some people win some of the big prizes on Drustars. So that's been great. Um, yeah, last year NFL was pretty good for us. Um, we did a lot of stuff on NBA as well. So really keen to get into the American sports. I think they've got some, they're really well designed games. Obviously, you've got so many people playing FanDuel and the US platforms. Um, yeah. So yeah, hopefully we'll grow that here in Australia as well. Yep. And we've talked about Fantasy Insider, but this is the first time uh, that we've had you on the show. So it's best to just get a brief background about, about you and Fantasy Insider, and then we'll look ahead to, to week one. Sure, yeah. So I guess in terms of my background, I've been building models for betting on sporting events, probably going back from around 10, 12 years now, um, adopting kind of a lot of the early work in sort of sabermetrics for baseball and as that kind of data-driven approach spread mm-hmm. across um, American football and basketball and college football. I used to do a lot of betting in those sports. Um, I then went back into academia for a while. Uh, but then when the daily fantasy sports industry took off in Australia, we saw thought, well, it's a good time to get involved in that. And we're doing some stuff now around, obviously, the Fantasy Insider website. Um, we're going to launch Stats Insider later this year, which is kind of applying the same models, but a bit more towards the punting industry and sports fans generally. Um, and, yeah, Daily Fantasy, uh, Daily Fantasy and Fantasy Insider have been pretty successful for us the last year or so. Um, somewhere around 2,500 registered users on the website. We passed a million lineups crunched. Um, last weekend. So, yeah, yeah I good saw times. that on the website today awesome. when we're uh, lineup crunching uh, for Moneyball and, and Draft Stars. So let's get into it. And we've talked about some of our picks this week. And one of the, the great things about Fantasy Insider is that, that uh, 
advanced settings section where you can crunch it your lineup and you can lock a player um, and save a short list and you can X a player. So um, we've discussed our lock this week being Julio Jones uh, at the Chicago mm-hmm. matchup. Uh, you've got some interesting thoughts on, uh, you know, stacking a quarterback and a wide receiver together um, in, in terms of finding a matchup where the line's big and obviously the total's high as well. Yeah. So one of my big approaches last year was basically looking at the bookmaker odds, seeing, and what the team totals were for um, each of the teams. And anyone, any team that's projected to score a lot of points, you're then looking at what kind of stacks you can build between quarterback and wide receiver pairings. And it's probably no surprise Matt Ryan's highest um, correlation in terms of fantasy points on both draft stars and Moneyball um, is to Julio Jones. Um, so, yeah, I think he's obviously a good pick this week. If you're going to stack him, that creates some interesting discussions because I think Devonta Freeman's obviously a good running back option this week as well. But you're probably in a tournament going to be hesitant about kind of going with that three-way solution of Matt Ryan, um, Jones and Freeman just because um, you're basically cutting out another way to score points. Right? So if one of the best ways for a quarterback-wide receiver pairing is, for example, if they're behind, um, at half time, they're going to be throwing more um, rather than running, which means they're not going to be going to Freeman as much. So it's a kind of you've got that kind of correlations that you've got to consider and work out kind of what the best approach to maximise your upside is. Um, tournament plays all about the upside. Yeah. So, so your advice to um, the listeners: you wouldn't be pairing, say, Matt Ryan and Devante Freeman, or a quarterback and the running back pairing. You, it's much more advantageous to uh, pair the, the number one wideout and the, the quarterback, yeah? Yeah, it's much more advantageous to pair the wideout. Um, I wouldn't say I'd never put the running back in. It depends how many lineups you're putting in. So like, if you're playing 20 or 30 lineups in a tournament, then it's worth possibly having one of them where you have that kind of weird pairing just because that's obviously a contrarian play. And in the one in whatever it is, one in 10 chance that that comes off, you're going to be um, in a much smaller field competing for the prize money. Um, but if you're only putting one lineup in, then yeah, definitely prefer the quarterback wide receiver pairing. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on, you know, say you're, you've, you know, you're looking at Green Bay and they've got a plethora of wide receivers there. You know, Aaron Rodgers likes to share the ball around a little bit. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. Jordan Nelson is the main target. But what's your thoughts? Maybe if you can get a cheaper sort of pass catching back and pairing him uh, yeah. with with a running back. I know Tevin Coleman this week, you know, if you, you don't want to, if you want to go against the grain and not put Julio Jones in and, and possibly think Matt Ryan and Tevin Coleman might be a fit. Tevin Coleman's a little bit too pricey, but maybe someone like James White or something like that as well that, that comes to mind. I can't really pick out any specifics for this week though. Yeah, so pass, back, uh, pass catch you back to the exception to that rule in a way, right? Because they're, um, they're, going to be correlated with the wide receiver in a way that... Uh, sorry, they're going to be correlated with the quarterback in a way that um, other running backs wouldn't normally be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely one case where you could look at it. Um, yeah, just as a general rule, I guess, I prefer the wide receiver pairings. And if, for example, Green Bay are going to be um, projected to score a bunch of points, then I might look at a quarterback wide receiver one stack, a quarterback wide receiver two stack, because um, basically you're going to be reliant on touchdowns um, to get the wide receivers up there in points. So you want to be exposed to a bunch of those different um, options that the points could come in. Nice. Yep. That's good info. It is. <laughs> uh, looking at running back this week, you mentioned Freeman being a great option. It's, it's hard to really find a, a really strong option this week. Is there certain ways you're leaning uh, in regards to, to playing a running back this week? 
Um, so I was looking at this just before as we were updating the model. Um, and like, if you crunch 10 lineups for draft stars, you're probably going to have as many different running back combinations in there. Um, so for me, it's basically a week of spreading the options, throwing the darts, um, and just trying to get the, make sure that you have the, whichever guy goes off in one or two of your lineups. Um, just looking at what I've got in the top couple of lineups. Um, uh, Todd Gurley, potentially an option, reasonable value. Um, McCoy, I've got Howard, um, Hunt, Kamel Hunt, I think, for Kansas City yep, is yep. $4,000 on, um, Moneyball. Tremendous value on Moneyball. Uh, yeah. Appropriately priced on draft stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Jod Lewis at, uh, for New England is 6,000 on draft stars. Um, I think it's a question how much playing time he's going to get, but possibly one to keep an eye on. Yeah, that would be, a, I think, a definite contrarian play. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in regards to wide receivers, we we mentioned Julio Jones before. Um, being being the first game of the year, it's all it's always um, it's always tough to see. You know who's gonna or who's going to get the the. The, the lion shares yeah. <laughs> that's the term um of the targets in each offense so i think i think it comes down to are you are you looking at um are you when when you when you're looking at lineups are you are you more looking at um like we said before a pairing with the quarterback is that your general general approach or do you you know like to have a kind of a lineup with just as many teams as possible in it or do you just you know like you said before throw darts and just look look for these um, you know players that go off in multiple games. Yeah, so I say week one, as you say, it's hard necessarily to um, predict the number of targets. So you've got a few considerations there. So premium wide receivers, I think, have even more of a premium um, early in the season when you're not sure what the secondary targets going to look like. Um, definitely looking at the quarterback wide receiver pairings. Um, if I'm just if I'm playing tournaments. Um, Pretty much I'll have a quarterback wide receiver stack in all of the team and then you've got one more wide receiver and your flex positions to fill up. Um, if you're playing a cash game, then I'm more likely to go with a mix of wide receivers, a mix of premium wide receivers um, that aren't necessarily correlated to the quarterback because in a cash game, you want to um, give yourself as many possible ways to score. You're more worried about the floor of the player than you are about maximizing the yeah. ceiling of your team in general. All right, cool. Yep. All right, and uh, we'll finish up on the the tight end and defense. Uh, I'll ask you about the tight ends. It's a pretty tough week. Uh, you know, Gronk obviously is always a target people want. Uh, you know, but Kansas City's defense is is a tough one to judge. That they're they're a good defense, but there's, there's not too many other mid range op- options out there. Uh, who who do you like as well? Uh, we've we've discussed some of our options. Is there anyone that comes to mind for you? Um, so I had a little short list of tight ends. Uh, as I say, it's a pretty tricky position this week. Um, Gronk, I think, is a premium one. Um, Greg Olsen, Kyle Rudolph, um, Delaney Walker, Tennessee, Zach Ertz. Yeah, again, it's another position where I've kind of got a list of players and it's just going to be a case of shuffling them around a bit. Uh, again, stack, when it comes to stacking options, if you're going to play Tom Brady, then there's potentially an argument to go with a um, wide receiver, someone like Cooks and then play Gronkowski as well, um, which potentially gives you some good options there. Um, but yeah, nothing really that stands out, just lots of possible options that you try and fit into the team according to salary and um, optimising your 
points against your salary, essentially. Yeah, it's hard to predict how New England's going to play on... Uh... So many weapons. Yeah, so many weapons. And, you. I mean, I like that stack. If you had Tom Brady, Brandon Cooks, and Gronkowski, and, you know, they just go off in prime time for the first game of the year, that could be there's a gar- great way to There's start. a guaranteed flaw there, but you're right. Like, when you have three players on the team, it does limit your ceiling, but you've got such yep. a high floor that it's it, that you can really take some chances on, on the rest of your team. Yeah. And, and I guess we're not, in Australia at the moment, we're still in that kind of middling tournament size, right? So if you're reading a lot of the US content, when they're talking about concentrating on high ceiling, they're talking about competing in million-dollar contests with, you know, thousands and thousands of entries. Yep. Um, whereas if we're talking about even like a $20,000 contest, you're going to have far less entries. So you don't necessarily need to be quite as extreme as you would if you were playing on one of the US sites, for example. Yeah, so in Australia, much higher floors are needed. Is yeah. that... <laughs> I wish we had million-dollar tournaments. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we'll get there. Come yeah. on, draft stars. Come on, Moneyball. Yeah. You can... <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah we'll build up. Um, Daryl, defences, I think a lot of people... Um, I, I know for, for me um, personally, I think it always comes down to the defence, and if I can, I can just throw it... A, a cheapie on there because that's all I can afford and you know any given week a defense might just you know get a couple of interceptions and a, re- a return uh, uh, interception for a touchdown or something like that what's your approach in, in general to this? Um, so I think looking again particularly this week there's just not that much variation in salary amongst the defenses um, and there's also not that much variation in projections I mean we have sort of seven seven point nine six five projections all around the place um you know obviously what you're wanting to do if you're playing in a tournament is you don't want um quarterback wide receiver pairings going up against your defense Mm -hmm. um so there's those kind of considerations to make but beyond that i'm basically looking at the team totals and i'm looking at whether a team has a a propensity to score a lot of um kind of return punt or kick return touchdowns um but yeah, beyond that, mainly for, I think a lot of that comes down to randomness. So for me, it's really just looking at what um, what defenses have the lowest opposing team total predicted. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, no, that does make sense. Yep. Um, this week, I have a lot of Steelers in my lineups. Yeah, I think that's a it's an easy an easy play against uh, Cleveland. I think, and I, I still think some people will tread carefully buying a lot of the preseason hype of the Browns. So I think you'll find a lot less people playing Pittsburgh than you actually expect. Um, hmm. as well. Uh, I'm just not sure where that, if I'm 100% correct on that, but I just feel like a lot of people buy a lot of preseason hype uh, way too much. Uh, so we'll wait and see when we uh, stack some of the lineups and, and they start playing uh, how many have actually got uh, the Steelers' defense. Uh, would any uh, last questions for Daryl before we, we let him go and uh, we'll see how we go week one. And now that we've got uh, the first week out of the way, we can really Focus on matchups. We'll have so much more information next week. It should be be a lot yeah. more fun. Yeah, no, uh, it's I'm I'm looking forward to uh, a successful season with uh, with Daryl by our side. Um, yeah. I think I think it's uh, for those that are new to daily fantasy sports in Australia. I mean, today just even just you know talking to Daryl for ten fifteen minutes today has shown you you know um, a, stru- a strategy. Yeah, a strategy, a little bit of strategy can go a long way to being successful. Yeah, I've always said that we needed a data scientist in-house, and now we've got one. <laughs> now we've got our own and, data uh, scientist. It's a good mix here of uh, of football and, and data, so uh, thanks, Daryl, and we look forward to uh, 
uh, many successful podcasts. And as I, as we said at the top of the show, please check out uh, www. Oh, way too many W's. Don't do four <laughs> W's. But um, www.fantasyinsider.com, and you can also find our landing page there. Um, it's fresh after today. Is just fantasyinsider.com.au slash woot why. You'll Beautiful. see uh, our faces on there. Thankfully, animated, not our actual <laughs> mugs as well. Daryl, uh, have a good week. Good luck in week one, and uh, we'll speak again next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, good luck in your contest this weekend, and um, hopefully we can win some money between us. Thanks for listening to DFS Downloader. Go check out all the best premium daily fantasy tools at fantasyinsider.com.au. You can also check out all the recommendations mentioned on today's podcast online at wootandwhy.com. And make sure you follow each of the boys on Twitter at This Is Woot and at JYNFL. Or you can follow the podcast at Woot and Why.